Yo, the timekeeper. How's it going? What's going on, German guy? What's going on? Not too bad. Not too bad. Not too bad. How how has your day been? It's been good pretty pretty well, man. How's everything going with you? Not bad. I just spent my whole day recording. <laughs> so I'm almost done my song. Maybe like one or two more days. I'm super pumped. Super pumped. All right, all right. That sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. I, this is an interesting topic. I'm glad you chose this topic. Let me know how, like, why you thought this topic would be important. Yeah, I just, I just come up with ideas and topics. And I thought, you know, how about just redefining yourself? We let, we spend so much time uh, valuing other people's opinions of ourselves, allowing mm. them to say who they think we are and who they view us to be. And not enough time to say we can grow and we can develop and we can change the narrative within ourselves. It's really, it's a really encouraging topic for me just because I've been way too often, I've been putting my value in, in, in the hands of other people. And when you do that, you just kind of lose yourself. You can't define yourself by, by other people because you have certain strengths that other people don't have. And the best thing is to just, first of all, be yourself. And for anyone who's listening, I, I don't think we have any listeners yet, but we're not saying that who you are as a person is bad. We're just simply taking into consideration the whole self-development part. What is a point of view or what's a mindset that is not good for you and how do you change it? Definitely, definitely, definitely. I think that, like I said, uh, I probably said this before on, on multiple lives in the past. The we are tough, our worst enemy. Mm-hmm. We do tend to look into the mirror and we tend to tear ourselves apart worse than anyone else that can be around us does. Yeah. So in terms of really redefining who we are, looking at the definition of who we are, how we're doing things, it's really important to be able to take that mindset and that ability to redefine who we are. Same mm-hmm. way as like if you're you know you're not happy with shape of your body you can always redefine yourself by working out yeah if you're not happy with uh, how well you do in school if you hit the books a little extra harder you can get that eh? yep <laughs> if you're not happy with a certain situation in life at work you can either you know work harder at work or you can you know, find a new avenue that makes sense to you if it's another job you know mm. there's always multiple yeah. ways to change the narratives in our lives change the perspectives in which direction we go in becomes yeah. more prevalent to where we want to be. And I think as long as we put that intention, like you said, the intention is so important. I mean, like we won't change overnight. We won't change everything overnight. But when we set the intention of, I want to be better, I want to learn from my past mistakes, then, you, then you're actually going to do that. So many people feel stuck in their ways and they feel discouraged and they don't realize that the self-talk that they've been having has been negative mostly so today we want to inspire you guys we want to be inspired to look at what are some ways we can redefine our thoughts definitely i think that uh, it's really good by just determining what are the things that keep us from being us what are the things that keep us from achieving those goals or 
viewing ourselves in a healthy image to ourselves. Something I started at the very beginning of this conversation is when we say to ourselves, we are our own worst critics. We'll tell ourselves, well, you know, we're not as strong as we should be when it comes to athletics. Or even mentally, we're not as strong as we should be. I shouldn't have to feel this way. And we tell ourselves no one else does. Right. Or not everyone else understands. Yeah. And we're not going, we're not, you know, sitting back and saying, hey, wait, wait a minute. You know, the way I view myself today is valid in some points, but doesn't have to contain and control what I do tomorrow. Absolutely. And we touched on that with Amina the other day, too. It's so important to, like, when you do make a mistake, not to, like, you can sit around in, in the self-pity for a little bit, but then it's so important to just let it go and learn from your mistakes. Our mistakes don't don't define us. And uh, the dictionary, actually, it says to redefine is to define again. In, in a way, we do this every day when we get angry at, for example, at someone at work. Then we, we redefine them based on how we feel. So I want to be challenged today. I'm happy about this topic because how many times do I wake up and I look myself in the mirror Say you're not good enough. You're not where where you should be, and I totally forget that what I have to offer is good. I just need to work on defining my my abilities and work on that. And, and in all truth, you know, uh, where you are in life does not always have to define where you're going to be in the future. Wow, I love that. Where you are in life can be just that little moment in time that you're supposed to be in. Your difficulties, your struggles, your steps on doing things are is where you're supposed to be within the moment, not where you're supposed to be in forever. Right. If you're, let's say, for example, you dream of owning your own business or being your own boss, or you dream of being you know, a vice president or a senior manager or something, and you first get the job and you're working at the guy who's cleaning the restrooms. You do it for six months or two years and tell yourself, wow. Yeah. I'm not happy where I am. I, yeah. I want to quit this time. I want to leave it. It doesn't work for me. You got to sit back and reflect and see yourself. The same way you didn't learn to walk in a day is the same mental mentality you have to take towards redefining yourself. You're going to fall. You're going to stumble. But it's what you do when you fall and stumble that makes the difference. If you've been Absolutely. a for two years, don't knock yourself. You're, you're learning within your own process. You're taking those skills that you think are useless or in some cases maybe even be degrading to you and you're taking life lessons from them. And the next time you go around when they say, hey, we got a position for you, sir. We know you've been the janitor for two years. Maybe you'd like to be head of janitorial. Mm. And you redefine. It's all about the attitude. Yeah. I, say I mean, often we look at other people and we learn from their mistakes. But even if it doesn't happen, that's okay. You can still learn from your own mistake. But as long as you learn, a fool doesn't learn. A fool will do the same thing over and over and expect different results. But you can't the have different insanity. results. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So you know that quote, right? Yeah. yeah. Definition of insanity. It was something... 
I worked in a retail business for almost one company for about 13 years overall, maybe close to 20 years. And it was wow. a quote that was floated around for so long. It says, you know, you do the same thing over and over again. And what do you get? And every boss I ever had would tell me, insanity. Mm-hmm. Insanity. I think that when it comes to redefining ourselves, we're always telling ourselves, well, if we get more time, funny because I'm time keeper, we get more time, we'll do better. If we make more money, we'll be better. Mm. And realistically, we won't. There'll be similar problems at a higher scale in our lives. What really helps us redefine ourselves is taking that time out to stop, think, and re-engage. What is it that I want to accomplish? And I Where love is it that quotes. I want to be? Right. And what Sorry steps can I take off. in the daily? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. What steps can I take in the daily to change that? If you're looking to, you know, become one of the world's strongest people, what are you going to do daily? You might get up at 5.30 every morning and go for a run. By 6 o'clock, mm. you're lifting weights. By 7 o'clock, you're having a hearty breakfast. By 10.30, you're probably having a cup of coffee, doing some squats. By the majority of your day, you're doing all these steps that <laughs> are difficult at the beginning. Yeah. Become routine as part of the process. Yeah, being goal-oriented, right? Not, I mean, sometimes it's good to, after long days, sit back and just relax. But when you sit back, sit back and relax and just expect things to change, that's insanity as well. So being goal-oriented and just being one... Even if you fail on, on a day and you're like, I really want to get this much done a day, but at least you tried. At least you tried. Even just trying... And learning from your mistakes and not letting them define you will, you will actually just redefine yourself in that way. You figure out what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And thank you guys for listening in. For anyone who didn't uh, hear what we talked about, we just started talking about how important it is to change your mindset on things, to take action on the things that you can take action upon. Right, let's dive yes. into some. Let's dive into some of these messages here. Unless you have something else to add. No, let's go ahead and see what everyone has to say. Well, welcome to the show. What's going on, guys? Great title. Great title. Um, <clears throat> I don't know how far I'm gonna get with this in 60 seconds, so I guess I better start. So, in order for one to redefine themselves, I think they will have to start with the programming of society which would mean you would have to ultimately reprogram yourself, right? So that you can inevitably redefine yourself as a person. Because I think as long as you keep operating under the normal society programs, then you'll never be fully who you are or who you're intended to be. So in order to redefine yourself, I think you have to go back to the the makeup of what you're programmed with. You have Mm. to go from there. If that makes sense. Great topic, by the way, guys. Keep doing your thing. It does. One thing that comes to mind as he says that, something trickles through my head that goes through my mind. It says, I read a quote that says, you can't help how you were raised, but you can help what you learn moving forward. Wow. So true. Let's go and dive in the second message. I'm excited to hear what people have to bring to the table and share with us. 
I just love this talk about what it sounds like you're talking about really is transferable skills. And I think that's so important to talk about because transferable skills identify those things that some of the time you're okay spending nights and weekends on. Uh, sometimes you uh, don't... Uh, you, you offer dissent with your actions, not your words, by setting a better example, which is, you know, if it's a good example, hopefully a good example of leadership. But sometimes we have to speak with our actions, right? Sometimes you can't wow. tell people anything. And I, I've noticed that's interesting, and it's a lesson I've had to relearn over and over again. But I like this talk about transferable skills because it informs what's worth your time in the future especially in relation to jobs and or businesses that you may transition to in the future? What are those projects and skill sets you want to strengthen and that the market rewards over time? Exactly. Thanks, Billy. Exactly. If, exactly. Yeah. I think you hit the nail right on its head when you said we have to speak with our actions. I mean, I feel like often you can feel when a person is just saying stuff for the sake of saying, saying things, but it just feels empty. But when you put your action behind your words, that's transformational power right there. Very true. And if you guys are really rocking with this live at 11, go ahead and hit that share button. Share with others as we dive deeper into these questions. Or deeper into the question in search of an answer. You got your boy German guy rocking with us today. Your boy the timekeeper. Spending a lot of time learning different things and open to sharing it perspectives and really hearing what everyone has to say. Something I noticed that happened, especially for 2020 and 2021, is as the pandemic went on, a lot of people lost their normal nine-to-five jobs, things that they were used to do. And we're, we've been conditioned, I'm going to say this from basically childbirth to adulthood, on how to work, how to socialize. You go to school, preschool, you learn to share, talk, and, and be part of others. You go to primary, elementary school, middle school, they give you the bell thing. The bell means we're supposed to be in class. The bell means we're supposed to be in our seats at a certain time. And it's all been conditioned since the Industrial Revolution in America, where there's like you clock in, you clock out, everything's on a time schedule. And you're taught all these things that are supposed to be skills that are generally are supposed to help you get the job, a job, and make money. Not be successful, but a job that makes money so you can generate an income. And they tell you the more skills you acquire, the better the job you get, the harder you work, the more income you can include, the better quote-unquote life is supposed to be. Hmm. When a pandemic literally takes everything you've learned and flip it upside down like an upside down cake, you have to recondition what's important to you, what hours mean to you, what part of your life has to be restructured in order to fit a new society norm. We're all getting used to wearing masks, social distancing. We're all getting used to work from home. People that had jobs where you're in the industry, where you're dealing with people, now have to take a step back and say, well, how can I get the same clients, the same customers? How can I be as successful as I was with the limited amount of resources I had? Hmm. And I think that some people took their lives and they identified them based on the job they had. I was this, so this is why I was important. Wow. And, you know, and I can honestly say maybe I was one of those who was guilty of that. I had a job where I was in charge of quite a few individuals, managing a business, managing a business, doing my part. And for a long time, 
subconsciously or consciously, I had to be defining myself based on that job. People ask me, what do you do? I was a manager. I trained, I encouraged, I taught. I was a mentor. When the pandemic occurred, you know, all of that just went away. And I had to rediscover and redefine who am I? Mm. What is my next step? What will the timekeeper be doing moving forward? Especially at the part where you're at a crossroads and you're really defining what's important to you. I gave up waking up early. I gave up punching <laughs> the clock. I gave up, you know, training and learning individuals and growing in sense and saying, I'm going to go out on my own and do these new amazing things mm. and redefine my life. I really relate to what you said. I've, I've also had jobs where my skill, I didn't feel like my skills, I didn't use my skills as much as I could. And I defined myself to, to the job. And if I would bring up just changing a job or a different position, I would not have the strength to, to verbalize it. Um, and the funny, funny thing that I just popped up into my brain is, I don't know about you, but in my lifetime, I've often admired people that were going after what they wanted and kept working on, on their skill set or, or their goal. And I've actually been jealous. Why are they going forward? And I just feel stuck. I don't know if you've been, been there or you relate to what I'm saying, but at some point, it, it, it's hard work sometimes to really go after what you want. Just because sometimes it's more comfortable to do the same thing every day. And for a person who likes routine, that's not a bad thing. But have you challenged yourself lately? That's the real question. Mm. That, that, you know what? It's, it's, you can say, you can ask that question, have you challenged yourself? Or you can ask yourself, have you been challenged lately? Hmm. That's that yeah. same, same MO, same question. When you say yeah. you admire people that were part of, you know, who went out to their own, or set goals and did their thing. I was one of those people. In the industry that I, I set foot in, I evaluated it. I mentally broke it down and said, where do I want to be in this industry? What position wow. do I want to hold? And how vital do I want to be to it? And once I determined what that was for me and what I wanted to do, I went after that like an attack dog. Mm. I studied the industry inside and out. I learned the cues. I learned how to develop and grow into an individual that could succeed and overachieve in an industry. Not because I generally wanted the ideal goal to be the end goal. It's because I wanted to maximize the full potentials of opportunities that were around me. I literally wanted to take an physically and metaphorically take an orange and squeeze it until I got all the juice out there. Yeah. That's how my mind worked. Yeah, there's this awesome, awesome book. I forgot who it was by, but it's, it uh, the title was "Die Empty." If you try your best every day, I feel like it it takes a lot of regret off your shoulders when you go to bed and you know you tried your best because with that attitude, you know that you've also failed at some points, but you can reflect. And I feel like that's off also a really important point to redefining yourself is to self-reflect. Don't be scared to look at what you could have done better. Don't let that control you, but just look at, at it as an opportunity to grow. Mm-hmm. I think that when you're looking in terms of redefining yourself and, and establishing where you want to be, uh, when you redefine yourself, you're taking a step, a brave step, and you're throwing yourself out there to be successful. At mm-hmm. the same time that you're throwing yourself out there to be successful, 
you also got to innately say, hey, in order for me to be successful, it also means I'm going to fail. Mm. Not just once, not just twice, but I'm going to fail a few times. Yeah. I'm and maybe that's and maybe that's what keeps people back. They know that they're going to fail. And if you spend your whole life defining yourself by the failures, you're not even going to be open to fail. But if you have the mindset of, I'm going to learn, you almost look forward to failing just because I, I, I think of this guy who invented the light bulb, right? He was going through, what was it, 1,000 or 10,000 ways he could light up a light bulb. I think it was 10,000. But um, so he went through all the different ways. And because he was goal oriented, he said, I'm going to make it yet. He saw all of these failures as an opportunity to check him off the list. Well, that's something I don't have to try anymore because I tried it. But just try it. Just try it. Because, I don't know, there's this cool quote. I love quotes. For anyone listening in, if you want to ever send us a quote, Timekeeper and I, we love inspirational quotes. But there's this quote that says, um, the cave you fear to enter holds the treasures you seek. And I have found that to be so true over and over again. Mm. Uh, yeah, we definitely want to invite the audience right now to just kind of chime in. How are you wanting to redefine yourself? What are you wanting to redefine? And what direction do you want to take yourself to? I'm curious. Yeah, you're here with. Yeah, you're here with the amazing timekeepers. Thank you for choosing this topic. And the German guy, I want to give a quick shout out to King Cooley is in the house. Iras, I, I, our soul, Hamdi, Billy, I, F, Heather, Faye. Please chime in. Let us know what are some good ways. To redefine yourself, we touched on uh, words of affirmation, and I think that's also so powerful. Subconsciously, when something happens to you, what, for example, when you fail or you put yourself in an embarrassing situation, what do you tell yourself? Oh, I'm not good enough. I will never measure up. Subconsciously, that will seep into your personality without you even knowing it. So I feel like growing up, we learn a lot of things, but when you, I'm 28 now. Wow, time goes fast. But I feel like now in this time of my life, I unlearn more than I learn. I unlearn things that are not helpful for me. I mean, I think it's all, it's all weeding out process. Let's go ahead and yeah. chime in real quick. I've actually been going through this kind of trying to redefine myself recently. To me, it starts first and foremost with really just making the decision to do it, stop putting it off or dreaming about it. Mm, procrastination. It can be some people's worst enemies, procrastination. Idle yep. time. The fact that we believe we have enough time to do it all. Yep. <laughs> I've been there, man. Oh, man. The next thing you know is the year is over. You still haven't uh, gone after what you wanted, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really it's really interesting because if we really took the perspective and said, if, if we're given the opportunity to know, hey, three months from now, that's all the time you have left, how differently we view time and view redefining ourselves. We would be finding meaning in small things. We'd be so driven to accomplish so much, knowing there was only so little time left. And it's funny because I look at time and I look at life as two constant things. 
literally go hand in hand. And and life itself is literally the longest thing we ever do in the shortest amount of time. Wow. Can you repeat that again? So it clicks in my German brain. Just for the people in the back. Life is literally (laughs) the shortest thing we do in the longest amount of time. That's deep. Do you want to elaborate on that a little bit for people who don't know exactly what you mean? All right. So when you're basically you know living your life, it seems you know we we trick ourselves to believing, damn, we're gonna live forever, or we assume we're gonna live to be about eighty or seventy years old or ninety years old. But in the span of time itself, it's still the shortest amount of time. Oh wow! Still the shortest amount of things that we do, but we do in the longest amount of period in our minds. We 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 grow. We, we become children. We grow into teenagers, adolescents, young teens, and we're saying, "Darn, more teenagers! I can't wait to be an adult. I can't wait to either get out of my house, make money, do what X, Y, and Z." And then as soon as we hit twenty-one, we're like, "We weren't ready. I want to go back to mommy. I want to hang with you. I want to. Sleep. I want my laundry done. You know, my bedroom yeah. cleaned. That's how you yeah. were raised. And then you, yeah. know, you you lose a lot of the idealistic things you thought were so important as teenagers or as kids and you go, well, man, the world has really kicked me around. And wow. you start to slowly redefine who you are. Some people really you know, hold dead past who they are, stay true to the core, and some people become jaded and disheartened and discontinued with things. Well, the establishment, the way the world works, is just bad. We change it or we don't change it. But it's, it's always that level of self-development. Every year, every moment, another level of self-growth of our own redefining. You can have a really negative childhood and it can reflect into a negative adulthood, or you can have a negative childhood and be the complete opposite. Wow. The complete opposite. I knew a woman in in the time that I've been alive who grew up in a very negative household. Uh, their their parents, father passed away at one age, their mother was extremely abusive. And just treat the children like horrible. And out of all of the seven kids that grew up, this one woman was the only one who had the ability to hug her children. Wow. For to love her children, to tell her children they were important, that they mattered, that they could accomplish something. All of the other siblings had children, but there was always a disconnect, a lack of love, and they would all say it's because, you know, their mother didn't show them love. Their mother showed them nothing but anger. Wow. And wish that all of the children would just would die. And the one child who could show their kids love could always hug their kids, who could tell their kids every day, I love you. You're important. You matter. You will do things. Be a good person. Speak from mm. the soul. Have faith. Believe in the definition. Believe in you. Take your time. And that one, you know, that one you know, Lily just told me the story and really had touched my soul with you know, who she was and what she did with her redefining herself. Because she could have become just as disheartened as the rest of her family. But she yeah. went on and got a degree, accomplished the things, the things she wanted to do as her life dream, became the individual she wanted to be. Anything this woman set out to do, she did it. It may have not been on the ideal lifetime scale, but it was on her time scale. 
I have a story that comes to my mind, but I do want to get back to these messages. I want you guys to not feel like you're you're ignored or anything, but I'm going to back to uh, what I wanted to say right away. So thank you guys for chiming in. We'd like to hear what's on your mind. Um, here we go. I'm going to press the bubble. I absolutely love that. I'm going to quote you. <laughs> yeah. Feel free. Feel free. Okay, you asked how uh, to chime in about how we redefine ourselves, and I guess I was reluctant because I'm in the middle of a uh, redef a redefining moment in my career where I decided to go beyond just senior software engineer. I'm now considered what's a, considered a tech lead in the open source community or a lead software engineer. I've only been doing it for the last, gosh, this is my third year full time. And I specifically sought these roles out as a result of being jaded in earlier roles. You have to remember, I'm 21 years into my career now, professionally. So I've had plenty of time to see what works in orgs, organizations and what doesn't. And the lead software engineer role is all about being uncomfortable and knowing that my higher self knew I could pull it off, even when I forget in the moment during the day. And so I continue to work through as a lead software engineer. Wow, that's yeah, inspiring. Uh, thank you for being you know, bold enough to share that with us and, and to live within that moment and say, hey, you know what? I wasn't really ready to do it, but I'm doing it anyway. Thank you. Yeah. It reminds me of a book that I read recently. It's called Do Hard Things. I'm really bad at remembering the authors, but basically we're talking about living the uncomfortable life. Not letting the uncomfort or the anxiety, the stress of things um, hold you back. And I just want to give you a big shout out, Billy. You're an inspiration. 21 years and you're still pushing ahead. That, at the end of the day, that gives me energy to keep doing what I'm doing. Uh, before we touched on love, you said something about love. And the story came to my, came to my mind where a woman adopted a bunch of kids and they all became successful in one way or the other. I don't know if I've shared this before, but at one point, someone like down the road, many years later, someone approached her and said, what did you do to your kids? How come they're all pursuing their goals and they're being stubborn in a way that they're not gonna be set back by their failures? And she just looked at him with a smile. And she said, it's very simple. I loved those boys. For me, that's such a good story because it shows you the importance of also not not just receiving love from others, but having that self-love attitude of, I love myself, you know? I think that it's way more productive to love yourself than to hate yourself. It's very simply said, but I think it's very important. Yeah, definitely is. Uh, let's go ahead and chime in a few more messages here because I'm, I'm always curious to see what everyone has to share with us, what they can bring to the table and their perspectives and what we can learn Absolutely. from one So I guess what I was saying, I was using my career as an example of lean into the things that are worthwhile leaning into while being uncomfortable. Now I say worthwhile because there's usually good reasons why we're uncomfortable or we're fearful of the things we don't want to lean into. The Buddhists would call this the charnel grounds, and not to be afraid to enter and walk the charnel grounds on a regular basis. 
these are all the scary things where the ghouls, the goblins, the myths, the dead bodies and le the severed heads and limbs of the charnel grounds of your life are. So all of our time on this earth is ephemeral. Death is certain, but the time of death is uncertain. So then the question really is, what's the most important thing? <laughs> I love it. Billy, you're just giving me goosebumps today. Keep dropping your wisdom here. We love it. Yeah. Go ahead and chime right. in the message, Jeremy. Bubbles. Bubbles. I think another big part of redefining yourself is learning. Getting willing to learn and learning as much as you can in the direction that you want to go. Great show, guys. Totally love it, but I got an early start tomorrow. Got to get to bed, so good night. Good night. Thank you, Heather, for chiming in, and uh, thank you for being inspirational to us. You guys make this possible. We keep learning from you guys, and I'm just I'm excited about this topic. Have a good night's sleep. I'm going to dive into the last message here and see what's going on. I think a way a person can redefine themselves is by taking a look at the people around them. Um, we all go through stages in life and certain people fit within those stages in the time in which we need them. And a way to, I guess, reevaluate who you are as a person and also your life as a whole is to take a look at the people around you. Like if you've reached the point in your life where you feel like you need to, or rather if you've reach the point where you decide that, you know, you you want to grow as an individual, whether it be or even in your career, sometimes the people around you might hinder your growth. And by reevaluating them, you'll start to see that maybe they're not so beneficial to you now as they previously were. And therefore, you might have to cut some ties. Very true. Yeah, and observe your environment. I love that. Because there are going to be people who will try to hold us back for whatever reasons. And just realizing who is good for you, who's going to help you to keep pushing, or who's going to drag you down. That's a big, big factor on your own success. It, it reminds me of uh, something I always say. You can, you can walk into any room and be in the room, be present be one and meet everyone, shake their hands, but it's it's a big difference understanding whether or not that room is for you. Mm. Wow. Just because you can be there doesn't mean you have to be there. Wow. I was going to say something, but that, that just you hit it out of the park. <laughs> yeah. So recognizing the people around you is so important. I've often felt a victim to people who said, you just need to do this or that. But then you look at their life and they're not going after what they want. When you observe a quiet person, an observant person is perhaps the most dangerous person because they'll take stuff in and they'll learn from you. A wise person will learn from other people's mistakes. True. And I'm not there. I'm not there yet. I'm not saying I'm wise. I want to grow in it, but yeah. What do you think, we all, Timekeeper? We all want to grow. 
in everything Absolutely. we do. Uh, we just have to be uh, more open and inclusive to to that growth, knowing that uh, in order for us to grow, we have to come to a level to think and understand. That we may not we might not understand everything the first time around. Sometimes it takes the same lesson, maybe one or two times, for us to really get the meaning. Hmm. Oh, you guys, so far it's been awesome. Thank you for timing in. Please let us know how do you redefine yourself? What has worked for you? What are some wisdom that you have for us so we can learn from you? Definitely. And German guy, I just have to give you a shout out. I am really impressed that you're only 28 years old. <laughs> I just assumed from the other shows I participated with you on that you are in your 30s somewhere. I think the way you carry yourself and the kind of topics and maturity you have is just really impressive for someone in their late 20s. Um, <laughs> I turned 38 this year. And so, um, yeah, I just, I think it's incredible that you're, you're digging into this stuff. And I guess I'm kind of curious, like what keeps you motivated to keep on digging into these difficult topics? Like, what is it that you're searching for uh, out of curiosity? Yeah. Maybe, maybe I can get an inspiring gem. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, first of all, thank you so much. Wow. Like. Um, that's a big compliment. <laughs> Thank you. For honestly, it's it's not me. I mean, yes, the decision I've made have led me to be where I am today, and I've made some really, really bad decisions. Bad. But at some point, I've find found people who have a higher way of thinking to be inspired. Like, I hope this is not too much compliments or whatever, but the timekeeper, you have been one of those people to inspire me, to keep pushing, to keep growing. Some of what you said to me, I found really helpful. And also, Amina Hawk, I'm just so grateful for people who take the time to explain things to me. Um, and I can learn from them. And really, to answer your question, Billy, it's just just by me looking at people, looking up to people and being willing to learn from them has really benefited me. Not being stubborn and selfish, where I'm like, okay, I know everything. I got my shit together. No, other people. And that's why I like kind of connecting to older people. I have very few friends that are my age um, because I feel like there's so much to be learned from other people because they've been around the block a few more times than me. And that gives me encouragement to keep talking about this stuff. Maybe I can encourage and inspire people my age as well. Definitely a perspective to look at, man. Thank you for the, the compliments. And I know if Mina Hawk was in the room, she'd be like, Oh, thank you, German guy. You're terrific. You're great as well. I'm doing a bad Mina Hawk. Don't tell what I did. But, um, no, no, no. Um, it just it kind of humbles me when you say something like that to me, man, because I view myself as being honestly the same level as everyone else. I may have started this little journey a little sooner than most, and what I can do to provide or help. Maybe guides a good thing, but I'm always in a level of self-development, self-growth. There'll be topics that I do that are hard thing like this to really establish things, to talk about things. And there'll be shows where I will just go off the rails and I will be a funny guy that's maybe not for everyone. Right. But for those who inspirably really rock with me or stay in the room, and if they listen to multiple lives, whether it be something hard-hitting, 
something joke fool or something just a little crazy, I, I can hope that they can look at it and say, this is one individual who I can't put in the box. I can't define. Mm. But I can tell you is is funny, is creative and hard thinking. Mm. Absolutely. And, you know, I think uh, absolutely. Like, I look up to you more than you might know because people who do self-development stuff, that attracts me to them because I want to be that person and I'm realizing the importance of your environment, as you mentioned before. When I put myself into the, a room of where everyone tries to be better, this will be my goal, to be better. And, yeah, it's hard work and sometimes I fail really badly. But at the end of the day, I know I have people behind me who support me because they know the intention is there. So being able to pa look past your, your failures because you realize that you're not letting your failures define you. So, yeah, I will always look up to you and you, Amina, if you're still, if you're still listening in, because I think we need people like that in our lives that we take as role models. So while I'm being myself still, I still look up to people who have something to learn from. Absolutely. Definitely. Uh, let's go ahead and chime this message. I'm going to say a side note to be real with you. I think you're what, 6'4", 6'5"? Six, 6'3". Six, six, I lied about my height the other day. I wanted to be an inch uh, bigger than I said. <laughs> you, you know, I, 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 there's never been a guy I haven't known that had ever wanted to be an inch bigger. So, <laughs> that wasn't too much of a bad thing, my friend. Let me chime okay. in. In the bum bum, in the bum bum. Oh my god, ever since you said that, it stuck in my head. Ready? In the bum bum. You know, there's memorable quotes to always be shared everywhere, brother. And I can tell he's already on his journey now. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever he's going, he's there. Yeah. Oh, Billy, if you're still listening, um, yeah, if you ever want to do a show in the future, let me know. Because I think you have a lot of wisdom, too, that we can all learn from. So I, I really admire and appreciate your sharing your story. All right, you guys, it's been a pleasure so far. Please chime in. Let us know how we can we change our mind. How can we redefine our, ourselves to be better? But, you know, there's an analogy I keep hearing around that goes around that's been around for a while where they talk about a person being a, a kind of a glass of water and only being able to pour in so much without pouring out so little and people keep redividing themselves and saying if you were that glass of water you got to have enough in you in you to be able to pour mm. into someone else it's very but true it's the same analogy you want to look at it this way that if you, even if you don't believe in a level of faith or destiny or particular path a higher being is pouring something into your glass and when you're not supposed to be in a certain situation, certain relationship or certain people are not supposed to be around you lose connections and you start to self-grow and self-doubt, he's also pouring out what you no longer need that's another good point, that's why I love having people like that around me because I, a true friend will not always say yeah, everything you're doing is fine, just to like sugarcoat everything, a true friend will say hey, you went off guard there, this is what you can change, because some of my biggest growths have been just by listening to people like that. Initially, yes, I had to swallow my pride, and sometimes that hurts because our ego gets hurt sometimes. Mm -hmm. 
But that's why it's so important to approach things with humility. And to humble yourself and to understand that, hey, in order to require change, sometimes that growth is like growing pains, man. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's a difficult thing to do. You know, when, when you're a kid and, you, and you're like, and you're becoming a teenager, and you're like 12 or something, and one day you're, you're supposed to be, what, 5'2 or some shit. The next day you wake up and you're 5'9", five, 5'10", five, and you don't yeah. know what happened. And you're reaching the top shelf of cabinets, you know, you're bigger than some of your other friends. And you're just wondering, whoa, whoa, damn. Me and Jim are the same height. Yeah. And you don't know how you got that. And you're readapting, you're redefining yourself, especially as a, as a kid or as a child, you, you, your voice is changing, you know, the way you move is different. Yeah. You know, we those things, even though we're scared of those things. And we can't even remember a time when we, we didn't have the quote-unquote voice that we had. Right. We can look at pictures of ourselves and we can't even really remember ourselves being that small. Wow. Yeah, in the same aspect, it's so true. If you keep pushing yourself, even if you go through a hard year of pushing yourself, but you're going to look back at some point and you're going to say, wow, it was worth it. It was totally worth it. Yeah. Let's go ahead and chime in this message because I'm always curious what someone has to bring to the table just to piggyback on what i said earlier about you know taking a look at the people around you um when i initially made my decision to go to attend grad school um like two of my closest friends who i've I've known them for a couple years now they they both looked at me like i was crazy like oh you shouldn't waste your time going to grad school you already have your bachelor's that should be enough but me personally, I knew that I wanted more and I knew that I was worth more. And I'm not, you know, trying to put down anybody who, you know, decided not to go to grad school. But I just knew personally for me, this is what something I wanted to do. This was something that I always dreamt of doing and pursuing. And when I realized that they weren't going to support me, I realized that I didn't have to cut ties with them altogether. But I did see that I had to take a step back and reevaluate the so-called friendship Mm. Yeah, I That's think so about when people look, you look at circles and you look at the fence, and they say, "Well, you don't have to do that. That's not for you, and you shouldn't do that. It's a waste of time. You already have this." I think that some of some of your friends, uh, and I'm gonna venture out to say a little further left of friends, some of the people you've associated with and you've grown up with may want you to be at this level of comfort because that's where they're at. Mm. That's where they're at. And some people innately will just, by whatever rhyme or reason, always feels feels that their personal thing has to be comfort. Things can't change because the uncomfortable bothers them. And when they view and they see you going off to graduate school, you going off to do something else, they will become, within their soul, within their spirit, the most negative person about it. Mm. Funny. And then some... Uh, beliefs or philosophies will say, well, that's when you realize who your true friends are. That's when you see the real people that rock with you. Right. And no. <laughs> yes and no. You, you, can, you can understand, you can, you can hear where they're coming from and kind of get it. And at the same time, you got to understand that it's not necessarily them being 100% negative on you. It's them reflecting their own fears and their self-doubt because mm. they don't know how to address it within themselves. 
Wow. So when they tell them like, hey, I can't, they tell you, you should do this because it's, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to them. It's not in their wheelhouse to understand that the thought of them being more than what they're currently doing bothers them. It's a fear. Huh. It's, it's self-doubt. And they can't redefine their own mind because when they wake up, they're comfortable in the positions they're doing. They may complain about it, kick their feet, drag their feet to a job they hate. But deep down inside, what keeps them doing that same thing is their self-doubt, is their fear, it's their uncomfortableness. It's the fact that when they look in the mirror, they're not happy with what they see. And they're tearing themselves apart. And the difference you put from that, from them to you, is you can look in the mirror, readjust, and say, this isn't for me. Well, what can I change today to make it better? How can I clean my mirror off? How can I spray that Windex and shine it up? Because your path isn't their path. They may have been rocking with you on the train, and at some point you got to tell them, hey, this is your stop, because I need to fill up these seats with people that will continue upon my journey of my self-discovery, my, wow. my development. It, it goes back That's... to You can go into any room, own that room, but not every room is for you. Just because you see a familiar face doesn't mean you have to say that. That's so profound. I don't, this is a new way of looking at things. I think that will help us to not take things personally because everyone in a way projects their belief on you. Yeah. And we don't know some of these people that we put our, our value into their own hands and we just go after what they're, I mean, like you said, it was so important. You have to take the good things out and leave the bad, right? Because we don't know the people behind closed doors, what's going through their head and what drives them to think the way they are. Those are the, some of the things we don't always think about, but it's so important to, like as Kekrosoft also mentioned, to observe them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. comes to redefining yourself, you got to ask yourself, how do you want to be perceived? And, and when you say how do you want to be perceived, you also want to ask yourself, how do I want to be understood? Not viewed. How do I want to be understood? Mm. How is what I'm saying truly coming across? How do I want to properly communicate? Because some people don't properly communicate as well. And that's what stops them from really truly redefining who they are. Some people, that's a good point. Some people improperly communicate. They say things based off of knee-jerk reactions. I'm not going to say emotions. I'm going to say reactions. Mm. They react to things in conversations or they listen to reply versus listening to understand. So when you go wow. out and say something and you go out and set out to redefine yourself, you have to ask yourself, how do I want to communicate? How do I want to be understood? And how do I mm. want to be heard? That's so profound. When I look back, and again, Billy, I thank you for your compliments, but I feel like I kind of learned the hard way. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, it slipped me. Yeah, I'm sure it'll come back. Give yourself some time. For those who are watching, <laughs> this, please go ahead and share this live. If you haven't already followed the German man, go ahead and follow him by clicking the top of his head and following stereo and whatever social media he's attached to it. His uh, Instagram, if you haven't already followed myself, the timekeeper and you want to rock with us and find out when we may be doing more shows, go ahead and share this live, click on our heads. If you're not following us, go ahead and follow us now. 
so you can learn when we team up. Uh, let's go ahead and dive into this message while you're giving yourself some thought. Yeah. Ah, oh, shoot. How'd I get here? <laughs> hey, timekeeper. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, sorry. I'm walking. I'm like blabbing my mouth up. Anyways, hey, German, German guy. I almost slipped on a little rock and fell. No, caught myself though, but I'm back. All right, all right. Thank you for joining us in this room. Really appreciate it. Mm. Really appreciate it. Like I was yeah. saying, um, a lot of times people, we, we don't, a lot of people talk to hear themselves be heard. Very few people talk to communicate. And one thing that I learned in, in my little time spent of doing certain things, I used to be very talkative. I could strike up a conversation with anyone about everything. Mm. And the older I got, the quieter I got. Wow. Not for the fact that I didn't have a voice or I didn't have the same ideas. I didn't have to want to have the conversation. I slowly but surely learned when to communicate, when to speak, and how to speak. Because not everything I said was important, and not everything that was important needed to be said. Mm. Wow. Okay. So I, while you were talking that, I don't like to point at other people. I like to point at myself. But I have certain people that come to my mind where it's like they want to stay true to themselves and that that part is great but to constantly talk out of what you feel might not be so productive you know to i love what you said being careful what words you choose to communicate um because our words have so much power i could say something in the next 10 seconds and completely change direct the direction of the conversation and that's I, I I admire you for for realizing that and coming to a point where where you recognize that because how often in my life when I look back I have actually cut cut bridges or what do you call that uh, not cut bridges burn bridges burn bridges. burn bridges by me just saying what was on my mind but it wasn't necessarily helpful sometimes it's wiser to stay quiet <laughs> than to talk and I have learned that the hard way too and I'm still learning it but. I just love what you said. Yeah, being careful what you communicate and how. I mean, uh, it was one of those things that I learned. In, in, unfortunately, in the work setting, I had to learn, you know, when to communicate and when not to communicate, when when to speak and when not to speak. Because as a person who was learning to become a you know a, a director, a leader for others, I'm not going to step boss because I was I was someone's boss, but I was their leader way before I became their boss. Because in order for mm-hmm. you to get to a, higher level of a position, whether it be a re- working a retail job or a corporate company, you have to become a leader first and a boss second. So you have to redefine yourself from that individual to that leader, from that leader to that mentor, from that mentor to a developer, mm. from that developer to a teacher. I'm just taking it all in, Timekeeper. Just taking it all in, and and the thing I'm learning these things more and more when I'm no longer doing that type of job, understanding all the things I did that got me to that point. And when I was doing that job, I was I was I was basically how can I put this? Career wise, I was always stumbling. I was always falling. Getting back up, dusting myself off, I was falling. And essentially, I'm gonna say. I was failing until I succeeded. 
That was the interesting thing. I mm. failed more times as as a as a quote unquote manager as a boss than I ever did as an associate. But I succeeded more times within that failure by wow. falling and stumbling and not grasping the understanding of it all and learning how to communicate, learning how to say things differently, not for the sake to say them, but to be understood, to be able to give direction, to be able to lead by example. And I humbled myself. Those times where people become bosses or managers, whether it's your best friend who gets promoted higher than you, who no longer feels it's okay that they touch the smaller things or do the smaller uh-huh. job. And I remember if there was ever an issue, as simple as the restroom had to be cleaned. If it was horrible and nobody wanted to step up to the plate and no one wanted to do it, I literally would unbutton my shirt, take whatever mop and broom, and do it myself. Because mm. then you're going to lead through action and not words. Exactly. People, you get respected more when you lead through action. And then when you give someone the details, say, you know, like, hey, you got to take care of this. They can't, they can't, you know, they can't look at you and question you. What you're, it's easy for you to say because you're the boss. You never have to clean toilets. I can go, no, Jimmy. I cleaned the toilets last week. Mm. I was on my hands and knees. Just because I have a title and a badge or a level of importance that tells you I'm your leader doesn't mean I can't do things from the beginning. And we'll just show you how they need to be done. How often do we expect our entitlement when it's not deserved? Quite a bit, man. Quite a bit. And I think that when you're redefining yourself, you have to humble yourself. Every little stage or position you grow into and develop in, you got to redefine how you act. When, if you work at, let's say, for example, McDonald's, and for two years you're flipping fries, you, you're doing the fries. The next two years you're doing the burgers. The next years, you're in charge of cleaning. The years after that, you become a supervisor, right? Each of those steps, you're redefining your character. You say, I can no longer have these same conversations because I'm now their supervisor. I can no longer you know, be in these things. And the way other people look at it, they go, they see you redefining yourself, and they go, no, 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 no. The German guy, he's not the same guy anymore. He's big-headed. He's now important. He's got a title. He's not the same person. That's not necessarily true. Yes, he's not the same person, but he also redefined it himself for his level of success, for what he wanted to accomplish. And I think even self-redefining can be broken down to even bigger details into relationships, whether it be Mm -hmm. the ones with with our parents, our friends, our significant others. We're constantly redefining ourselves. How many times do we get into relationships with people that are romantically involved? And we, when we start these relationships, we may like a certain band. But you meet your partner, and, and they like a different band. And you guys end up spending half the time listening to their music, the other half listening to yours. And over time, you start liking a couple of those songs. You're redefining your mind. When you leave that relationship, you found out you like country music now. You came in the relationship, you didn't like country music. It was never on your list. But now you're <laughs> yep. cowboy hat, listening to some songs, talking about the beers in a pickup truck. I'm going to respond real quick and then I'm going to run to the bathroom because I've been holding it for a while. And then you can play the message. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) You're going to be redefining that toilet? (laughs) Oh, big time. (laughs) Uh, I was going to bring up real quick relationships because you touched on relationships and I think it's so important. For a long time, 
me and my mom had a terrible uh, relationship. And it was my fault. A big part of it was my fault just because I could not see past disagreements. I thought that our disagreements would would hinder our relationship. And I didn't realize, now me and my mom are best friends, but it took me so long to, to come to this place. So much argument stuff that was totally unnecessary. But now we can both respectfully look past our differences, love each other in spite of the differences. And we don't have to put label on people just because what they believe is slightly different from you. You have to be recognized where they are at in their journey is where they are at, but they still have valuable things to give to you. Even though you disagree with them on something, you don't have to label them as someone who doesn't understand anything. And I think a lot of us get that wrong. A lot of times we're quick to say, Oh, I don't agree with that person. Therefore I have nothing to learn. No, no, no. I think we have something to learn from everyone in every situation. I'm going to mute myself real quick. And I'll be right back. All right. While he's doing that, let's go ahead and dive in these messages. I definitely want to hear what you have to say as we run through the last 30 minutes of the show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. How do you guys have to redefine yourself? What do you view as redefining oneself? Have you redefined yourself before? Um, where did you start? Who got you to be there? Or have you witnessed somebody in your life totally just do a 180 on who they were and their development, their personal growth, and you saw that you admired and you wondered, how did they do that? I'm going to dive in this message while I'm waiting to see what else is up. Thank you for that beautiful reminder, uh, Timekeeper. Um, as I've been getting older in my late 30s, I find myself having to prioritize not just the things I say, but the things I do. Um, yeah, so figuring out the way we communicate and the things we prioritize and the understandings that we allow to just uh, slide off our back, you know, those misunderstandings that would be so easy to, it's okay when other people don't understand as long as we understand and can show humility, respect, and compassion, right? Uh, especially compassion, since it's so lacking in our world, I've, it feels like a lot of the time. Um, so yeah, prioritize what real communication is and be fully present. And uh, yeah, it's a beautiful reminder. Thank you, Timekeeper. Yeah, you know, that, that that level of reminder that you feel that you got from me now, it, it's me and communication. They're like, we're in a ring. And we're boxing up. Hey there, German guy and the timekeeper. I hope the two of you are having a really awesome, wonderful night. I hope you guys are having an amazing Wednesday, right? Happy hump day to everybody. Yeah, this is such a great idea. I won't be able to stay long because I got to get to getting, but this is such an interesting topic. How to redefine yourself. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. In my mind, it's just like, who do you believe yourself to be? Like, what's that quote that it's like, whether you believe you can or you cannot, you're, tr you know, it's, you're right. And that's the part I just think is so phenomenal. It's like, we can redefine ourselves by just thinking about ourselves differently. Jimmy Jake, thank you so much for joining in. If you're still listening, I know we still have to do live. You've been procrastinating on it, but big ups to Jimmy Jake. He has a lot of wisdom to share. Real good guy. And yeah, I love that quote. I think also William Shakespeare said something similar. He said, there's nothing bad or good, but thinking makes it so. That's a powerful uh, truth.
Very true. Just sipping on some water here. All right, bro. All right. Um, yeah, no, I was saying, uh, communication is something I definitely struggle with because although people go, well, you're articulate, you got the right words, I rarely ever know how to properly communicate. Mm. And it's it's something I'm slowly trying to retrain myself to do. <laughs> yeah. It, Me too. It's, it's not that I necessarily won't say the correct things or the right things. It's just that sometimes I won't say things at all. People ask my certain opinion on things, and I yeah. won't be able to give it to them. Not out of fear that you know I could be wrong or could be right. It's just that I won't know how to properly communicate in a way where I feel the team is acceptable for them mm-hmm. to hear. And I think that goes back to a lot of self-judgment. Because when you're redefining yourself and you're, you're wanting to redevelop yourself and, and quote-unquote put a new self-image or another self-understanding of oneself, communication is definitely key. Um, actions follow seconds. Because you've got to be able to communicate what you want to do and communicate mm-hmm. to yourself. So people say actions are very important words to earn as But the you got to be able to tell yourself, hey, there's something wrong or something I need to change, something I need to do differently, and then follow it up with the actions. Mm-hmm. If you can't first tell yourself there's something not quite right with where you're going in terms of where you want to be, you can't develop the actions to do it. You don't wake up in the morning and go, I'm going to actively do this. You wake up in the morning and you tell yourself, I'm going to actively do this. You communicate with yourself in your mind and say, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z to be better. Then the actions follow that afterwards. And after the actions follow that, the repeat cycle follows it. You get up at 5 in the morning and you decide to work out for your own benefit. You tell yourself, timekeeper, I'm going to get up and I'm going to lift weights at 5 in the morning. Then you actively get up at 5 in the morning and you do that. Then you continue to do that. The next couple of weeks, next month, you say, timekeeper, I'm going to Stop eating hamburgers and fries. You actively stop eating hamburgers and fries. And you yeah. go on, so on and so on. So the level of redefining yourself starts with the communication, follows up, follows up by the actions, and then just uh, continues within the pattern of doing those things. When you brought up communi- uh, communication, and I put my head down and I'm like, you know what? I gotta be honest, it's something I have not always been very good at. <clears throat> I would just assume I've only been recently been stretched in that. I would always assume people know what I'm feeling, people know, but they don't. They can't read my mind. And um, sometimes, for example, when it comes to communication, if you hold it in, how are you gonna how are you gonna grow if you don't communicate that, you know? And you, because you can't, you can't be corrected over something that you think that uh, the other person thinks. So it's something I'm continuously learning as well right now to communicate my my beliefs to be able to be challenged from other people. Yeah, yeah, you gotta actually communicate to yourself like, "Hey, I gotta be a better listener. To I gotta take more risk." I got to do more things that are going to challenge myself. Those are active communications with oneself. And then you're taking the actions to actually stop and do this. Mm. So true. Healer Haven just joined in. Hey, Healer Haven. 
quick shout out to you. Quick shout out to your man. Oh my goodness, some of these some of these names. You're really putting my Germanness on the test here. Live and let die. Uh, Dan Roberts' voice. Thank you guys for joining in. Let us know. Let us know what you have to share. Show us some wisdom. Definitely chime in. Um, as we're saying, you know, what <clears throat> and redefining yourself. Um, it's not necessarily you have to tell yourself there's a problem with yourself, and, and that's why you're redefining yourself. Um, when you're redefining yourself, it's not necessarily a problem. Maybe you're wanting to seek a different goal, yeah, or to be a better person for yourself. Doesn't mean there's a problem with the original version of you. You just know that you're meant to accomplish more and set out to do more. I I I have a friend uh, who's pretty close to me, and I remember having a conversation with her quite a few months back, and she felt discouraged. 2020 took a lot of, I want to say, a lot of her positivity, a lot of her faith, a lot of her strength out of her. And she was like, you know, timekeeper, I'm hanging on by a thread. I feel that the person I wasn't before 2020 isn't the person I am now, and I don't know what to do with it. And she was constantly saying that throughout this this change and this new redefining of herself, she was like, well, how am I supposed to be the person that I was? And I always stopped her and said, you're not supposed to be the person that you were. Mm. The person that you were was like a pair of shoes that fit you when you were 10. You're going to outgrow those things. you got to embrace the change because she feared the change. She said, well, I feel, you know, disheartened, disillusioned. I feel like I'm angry, you know, the world, 2020 took so much out of me, I don't know how to accept it all. And I told her, first take a deep breath, you're within your storm right now. And right now, all you're feeling is your storm. And I said, when you come to redefine yourself, you got to sit back and say, you're not going to be the old you. You're going to be a better version of you. Come out a lot stronger, more self-reliance, more less fear but more developed in who you were supposed to be. And I remind her every time she tends to reach out to me, I say, you're still a good person. You still have a good heart. You still have the same compassionate person I met from the moment I met you 10 years ago. And she goes, well, how can you see that? It's because I know what is instilled in you. Mm. And although you're going through this level of self-development and growth, you're only regrowing and defining yourself into someone a lot stronger. Yeah. I definitely relate to that, the timekeeper. I really do. Like, there was a time in my life when I was really happy. And then there was a time afterwards where I was not happy. And I kept trying to reach how I was in the past. And that would just make me more and more depressed just because my my intuition was trying to tell me something. Maybe I'm going through a bad time now because... My body's trying to tell me, hey, you need to grow in this area and you need to... It's just growing pains, right? Like you mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it might feel bad in the moment, but it's actually good for you. It's good. Definitely. Like when you go yeah. to the gym and you work on your biceps, you want your biceps to be bigger. Sometimes we feel bad because we made the decision to challenge ourselves and then we feel bad and then we give up and we say, but I want to feel good again. But sometimes feeling good all the time is 
short-term happiness but long-term depression. Yeah, and it reminds me of a quote that I always, I recently learned within the last month and a half ago, and it says depression is thinking about the past, anxiety is thinking about the future, and um, peace comes from living in the present. Mm-hmm. And it's something that, you know I read maybe about two, three months ago, and that quote just sticks through my head because it rings so true how we feel as people. Yeah. There's so much freedom in just living in the moment because you're willing to let go of the last minute and you don't have any expectations of the next minute. You, you, you're in the now. And yeah. there's, so much, there's so much freedom in that. It, it reminds me of, we have been quoting a lot of quotes lately. I love it. It gives me so much, so much inspiration. For anyone who's listening in, if you want to share us a quote, please feel free to follow us both on IG and on here. If you want to be updated uh, of when we come live again to inspire us, to inspire each other. But a quote that I read recently, to, to have complete peace, you must let go completely. Oh. To have a little bit of peace, you must let go a little bit. I just thought it was such a good quote. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm going to try this message real quick. I've learned redefining myself means setting goals, short-term goals that I can achieve, but they're not real simple to achieve. But it's going to take time and patience to do it, but I'm going to put the effort to do it. But long-term goals, um, well. Oh, no. What happened? I'm not sure. Live and let die. We don't know what happened. Might have been just a glitch, but we only got half of your message. So if you want to send us another message, we're so sorry. Not sure what happened, but feel free to chime in again. Let us know. Because we want to hear what you have to say. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah. Redefining yourself is really a bit of a challenge. Quite a bit of a challenge. I think it comes with a real test of patience, too. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna go through a time where things are not gonna be as simple as they look, and it isn't all written down for you. It isn't all mapped out. But sometimes you gotta discover it all on your own, and the self-discovery yeah. is gonna come with a bit of heartache, a bit of disillusion, a bit of negativity, but it's also gonna come with a lot of joy. Yeah. New surroundings, and a, a deeper. Gratitude for the things that are in your life and around you. Because uh, your your current struggles might be inevitable tomorrow. Yeah. Because when you take actions towards your current struggles, tomorrow they're not going to be the same struggles. They're going to be different. Or they may not be the <laughs> struggles to go with them all. Yeah. <laughs> you might Never know what happens tomorrow. Easy day tomorrow you know? Yeah. You might get lucky with that. German guy, go ahead and plug in your social medias. Let them know where they can follow you and find you. All right, you guys, it's been a pleasure so far. I've had, I've been so blessed so far redefining myself. Um, you can find me on IG if you go on the little three dots. If you have an Android, then you can look at my Instagram account. So please feel free to follow myself and the Timekeeper. Also on Stereo uh, because we go live pretty regularly talking about real things um, that inspire ourselves 
and others. Sometimes we like to just have a comedy night too, which is fine. It, uh, we need some balance too. So there's a time to think deeply and to challenge yourself, but then there's a time to laugh as well. So please, please um, keep showing up because your support means a lot to us. Definitely, definitely. Definitely. I think this was a really good topic we touched on today. And we've been about it. I really feel honored just to be able to share the room with you, German guy, and talk about mm-hmm. this topic. Be real and be transparent. I'm going to take the next few minutes to see if anyone wants to reach out or comment or clap it up or share it. Let us know what's on their mind, how they felt about the topic. Maybe they can give us some insight on their point of view, what it made them feel. Yeah, maybe there's something we missed too. Let us know what we can touch on. So far, this is definitely a topic I'm going to listen back to just because when you allow yourself to be vulnerable and authentic, there's so much to be learned. I think, um, yeah, I'm pretty happy with how we communicated things so far. Um, I think when we set the intention to grow, the process makes it so much more fun and you can have so much joy through it. Yeah. Very, very true. It's authentic and maybe a clear process. Kind of like looking through glass. Yeah. Like looking through glass. Um, definitely feel free to follow us so that you can get us when we, we catch us when we go live again. I'm pretty sure we're going to probably set up another live uh, this coming week. Uh, the topic I'm not sure of yet, but we'll get to something. Yeah, and definitely. We look forward to just being able to share that with us. So for now, I'm going to open the floor to maybe some questions, some ideas, some thoughts, maybe some clap-ups. Or if you want to add anything else, Sherman guy, let me know. Yeah, we, we touched on balance as well. And I think that's also very important because, because you can get burned out not finding balance in, in, in pushing forward. What do you think? Mm-hmm. I think everything has to require a level of balance when you're doing it. Because you don't want to go, you know, 95% on something and 5% relax. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. this is where I've been wrong in the past. First uh, month podcasting, as I was trying to find out what I want to bring to the table, I, I was really burnt out. And I'm like, why am I not growing now? And I expected myself to grow when I just needed to sit down, maybe do some mindfulness, maybe do some. It's it's part of redefining yourself, finding balance in yourself and, and really listen to when your body says now it's enough, now you need to just take a rest, but have the intention to get back on your feet and keep trucking. Don't stay on your bed. Don't stay down. Yeah, that's really true. Yeah. And, and, you know, don't allow whatever keeps you down to just keep you down. Mm. That's one thing. Absolutely. I like the words of confirmation, words of affirmation too. I I'm not doing it as much as I should, because I think when oh shit, my battery is dying. Go one second here. Oh no! Don't want to die. Don't die on me. Okay, I think we're good. What was I saying? Something about affirmation. 
affirmation, you like words of affirmation because when uh, I'm pretty sure you're thinking you appreciate words of affirmation because they probably redefine what you're doing and make sure. You oh yeah, yeah. I think I touched on it before, but sometimes where I fell really hard is when I was feeling down. And I was looking for confirmation through other people. And I mean, there's a time and place to have that from other people. Like when you, for example, tell me I'm doing a good job, that brings me joy and that brings me back up. But I didn't expect it, right? So sometimes we need to take a step back and say, where I'm at right now, I'm trying my best. I feel like there's a balance in not expecting it all the time from others. I think that could be a very dysfunctional thing. When I look back and I've always ex- uh, accepted, well, not not accept, what's the right word? Expected. Expected, yeah. Expect other people to to give me the right words of affirmation. And I, uh, What I'm trying to say is when you expect things, there might be a good opportunity for, for offense. And you don't want to put yourself into that situation mm-hmm. I think that uh, it, it, it's to that point a lot of people expect oh, you know we either expect that when we work hard that it's going to always be noticed Yeah. and when we do something or we put effort into it we always feel in some sense we feel like there should be a reward in it sometimes we're, we're, you know, all the time working hard is great but in terms to get the accolades or the the reception that we want, we also have to be able to speak to ourselves or speak mm-hmm. for ourselves. And it's not like how be where people used to look at something and say, that person works hard, let's reward them. Sometimes we have to quote-unquote campaign for our own success. So if you're working mm-hmm. hard to redefine yourself, you also got to make yourself work just as hard to put yourself in certain positions, certain rooms, so that you can be a thought to go on to the next level. The thought mm-hmm. to achieve the next assignment. The thought for the person health. Wow. Because just because, also... Yeah, go ahead. It's because we're working maybe five times harder than the next person. Doesn't mean it's always going to be viewed that way. Yeah. Because <laughs> what you might... What you're working on might be irre- irrelevant to another person. So it's unrealistic to expect expected from others like if i constantly expect for you to tell me that i'm doing a good job um then i'm i'm gonna look at you like oh the timekeeper you better like give me something good soon which is not healthy but if i get it try my best if i get it i live through my actions not through my words and then i get it out of nowhere i'm like man this guy is good stuff he just encouraged me i love that Mm-hmm. Very true. Um, I'm going to uh, basically kind of wind it down only because I've got a, another live in a few minutes. But I definitely okay. want to thank everyone for joining us, being part of this chat, uh, taking into it. If you've just stepped into it, feel free that once the chat ends to go back to the very beginning. There's a lot of gems in there from the German guy, a lot of gems in from a lot of people who were in the room earlier. And definitely click on our heads, follow us on Stereo and Instagram so you can catch when these two guys are going live again. And sharing our thoughts. I got a question to also say that, you know, we're not clinical psychologists, we're not therapists, we're only giving our perspectives based off of the events we lived in our lives. And if the life lessons we've 
learned and understood, you know, speak true to you, more power to it. Mm-hmm. It's it's not even really advice, it's more or less opinions. And we're just being transparent and true with you guys in a way that we hope you can take away from and learn and appreciate. German guy, I'm going to do the solid and always give you the last word. So if there's anything you want to say, go ahead and say it, brother. All right. You have another live at 10, Timekeeper? About, about, or... about five. Okay. Oh, yeah, different timing. But yeah, you guys, it's been such a blast today. I really had a lot of fun. Take the good stuff that we said, that the stuff that helped you, spit out the bones, and we will be back. You can follow the Timekeeper myself on Stereo or IG if you want to hear us again. Also, if you want to book a show with other the Timekeeper or I or myself, please let us know on IG because we don't really like last-minute um, invitations because we like to talk to them and stuff. But then something can work. I might be wild enough to last minute invitation. <laughs> oh, are you okay with that? I'm okay with that. I'm flexible. If you want to okay. do last minute, you know, uh, feel free to do so. But just give me a heads up about it, and please have some talks that I can generally listen to, so I can feel who you are. Right. I'm wild. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll Sorry for it. assuming it. <laughs> no, nah, man. It, for me, it's a level of humbling myself. So it, I, mm. I mean, for everyone else, they can do however they think is great for their little journey or their story, which is amazing. But I will personally, uh, you know, humble myself and say, hey, I'll take a last-minute invitation. I'll listen to a show yeah. you've done before, see where you are. Yeah, I- I'm not big time. I'm not, I got the check mark. I ain't worried about that. No, no. <laughs> I no, the reason why I was, sorry, the reason why I was saying it is because I, I want to make sure that I'm present Sometimes I have a lot going on. I'm very small time, but sometimes I have a lot going on, and I just want to make sure that I'm present so I can take in what you guys have to say. That's just kind of the main reason of why I like the schedule side. But everyone everyone works differently. Yeah, and the schedule side's great, though. To be honest with you, I wish I could do the schedule side, but since I'm always one that's kind of like a bouncing ball on the wall, I, I don't normally do the schedule side. I just go, I go with my gut. I, okay. I, really I listen to things and I just, I love just shooting the fly, man. It's yeah. the only way that I can better prepare myself for the other conversations you may have in life. I don't think mm. it's ideal for everyone. I'm not recommending it as a choice. But if you're becoming yeah. a podcaster, that this is the best way to do it. Right. I'm saying for me, it, right. helps me, it helps enlighten me better so that when I come on here and I do these series podcasts, with you, German guy, or anyone else, I can take back those memories and those life lessons and say, this is what worked here, this is what didn't work, mm-hmm. and try to provide the best communication that I can yeah. possibly. Oh, I, I really respect that. I admire you for that, and I do really, really look forward to another live. I think today's talk was absolutely amazing. I learned a lot. Hope you guys found it inspiring as well. The timekeeper has to go right away. So please make sure to follow him. Who are you doing a talk next with the timekeeper? Uh, Armando Aguilar. That's my next Oh, talk. sweet. He's also a good guy. Yeah, that'll be in the next room, and then I'll be done for the night. And I'll be back on the Serial Streets Thursday, which is tomorrow. Awesome. Oh, yeah, right, Aviz. Uh, by the way, I'll, I'll also be back tomorrow. 
at 4 p.m. my time, CST, Central Standard Time, to tomorrow I want to talk about solitude, finding peace and quiet in a noisy world. So that's something that interests you. Follow us once again, and it's been been awesome. Yeah, I'll be in that room. Peace. Sweet. Peace, man. It was good.